It's almost Jover, and I can't believe it, and I cannot believe what a ride it's been. Obviously, it got cut short a little bit. That's my fault. I apologize. Loser. Uh, but you know what? We're going to make the best of what we got left. Good morning, evening, afternoon. Whatever time it is by you, welcome back to the Underqualified Knuckleheads Sports Podcast, Ball State's premier sports podcast. And it's a somber day. It is. Because this is the last, first time I will be saying that, that intro. Welcome to the finale. Welcome to the last dance. Welcome to the final season of the Underqualified Knuckleheads. I'm your co-host, as always, Daniel Keene. Joined along- alongside me, Andy Newman, Andrew... We got a lot to go. We, we have we have some time. So what we could we could do theoretically like sixteen episodes of as a final season, like a mega. season. You want to do a mega season? I don't know. Honestly, I, it, let's do a mega season. We'll see. We'll see where it goes and what we got going on for the rest of this semester. But it's almost Jover, and I can't believe it. And I cannot believe what a ride it's been. Obviously, it got cut short a little bit. That's my fault. I apologize, loser. Uh, but you know what? We're gonna make the best of what we got left, and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a fun time. And Daniel is going to sneeze in the corner, and I'm going to keep rambling. Um, <laughs> you didn't have to tell them I was. No, no, I thought that corner. would be funnier. That'd be funnier. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't sneeze into the mic. That'd I was listening funny. to a podcast. And it was like one of those talk show style podcasts. Yeah. Guy, the guy, the one guy coughed into the mic. Like, oh, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to hurt anybody's gross. ears yeah. right now. Yeah. And then, like ten minutes later, the other guy just sneezed into the mic. Ew. I, well, I remember watching uh, CBS Sports, like the their pregame show for the NFL, and literally half the set was sick, and some guy didn't use the cough button right and was just coughing. I think it was <laughs> Phil Sims, Phil Boomer Esiason, Phil Sims, and no, it, no, it was Jim Brown or James Brown, whatever his name is, the the main guy that's on the desk for uh, um, CBS uh, NFL Monday or Sunday mornings or whatever. But anyway, all of them are sick. Everybody's. I hopefully you're not sick. Are you sick? No, just sneezing. Understood. No, I think I have a really sensitive nose, mm. like mm. dust, um, things that don't smell normal, mm. um, cats, Ooh. general animals. Like I'm good with dogs, but if a dog is like up in my nose, I get sneezy. Yeah, if I know a what you mean. Cat is up in my face. Like I live with two cats, um, and the cats aren't allowed in my room because if they, if if one of them happens to lay on my pillow, yeah, and I don't notice that and wash yep. my pillowcase. I will fall asleep, and it will be actually the worst yeah. night of my life. Oh, I have I have bad allergies with cats yeah. too. I mean, I the, the thing that I don't like about cats and a lot of animals in general is just like they shed a lot. So it gets all over my clothes, and then just it irks me. That's fair. You should get like a hypoallergenic clothes. cat. That would be, or just a dog, you know, or a dog, yeah, a hypoallergenic just, dog, or uh, a dog yeah. that I do have shed one of those. You I, I don't. Know, I have a dog that like barely sheds at all. What kind of dog do you have? Cocker spaniel. Cocker spaniel. What's your cocker spaniel's name? Izzy. Shout out Izzy. Izzy. I have a yes. husky named Willow. Shout out. Shout out to both of our dogs. Yeah. And um, shout out to all the cats out there. No, the cat. I, well, I live with two cats. One of them, Sullivan, really likes going under my bed. So anytime I open Ooh. the door, like just a crack, guy sneaks in, goes all the way into the corner of my bed, and I can't like go down That's there nice. and pick him up or anything. He's just sitting there. So I get like cat treats and I put him outside my bed <laughs> and he knows exactly what's going to happen when he goes and gets that cat treat. I want to pick him up and take it out of my room. <laughs> so... This morning, my he ran under my he ran under my bed, and my roommate just crawled under my bed to get him. And I was like, "I'm Dub. really glad you did that because I'm not. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing that." Um. So how was your break, sir? I mean, it's been this is our first time since we've been 
gone. Happy for, New Year. Yes, Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year 2024. 2024, the big year. The year of the knucklehead. The year of the knucklehead. Yes, the final year of the knucklehead. Okay, man, why why got to keep bringing it up? By the way, I don't know if we can – I know we had always planned on calling the show the last year the qualified, qualified knuckleheads, knuckleheads, but you're not going to be qualified. I'm not qualified. So yeah. maybe what we can do is like the, the half after you graduate. So honestly, this is the final season of the yes. knuckleheads as we know it. Yes. But if Andy – Andy doesn't want to leave Indiana, so at least for next year, yeah. we might do like sporadic knuckleheads episodes yeah. when he's in Fort Wayne or wherever he wherever, ends up. Evansville. Um, who, Evansville. Who Honestly, I want to see you in South Indy. Bend. I want to see you in Indy. And Indy would be cool. Uh, covering the Colts. We'll um, get there. Yeah, he'll get there. Um, but we could do like sporadic podcasts because Andy yeah. has other reasons to visit Ball State. And while he's here, he'll visit me because, you know, best friend, of course. best friend material. Of course. Um, you know, high five mid pod. Um, wow. But we could do like sporadic episodes and we could call it semi qualified knuckleheads. Yes, of course. And then when I graduate, if we do like. We get, we'll do it like once a year. We'll have a yeah. three-hour podcast <laughs> where we just catch up on everything in life. Yeah, that'd be fun. And we'll call it the Qualified Knuckleheads. Yeah. And we'll talk about like our professional careers. Yeah. That'd you know be, what? Okay. That could be fun. I got a plan. This is a thought. I got a plan, Stan. I, I, I like it. I'm also really glad we saved all of our shows because I think by the time we're like 60 or 70, uh, either A, the world's going to end, or B, like Spotify is just going to be obsolete and I can like we can go and listen back to our Correct. shows. That'll yeah. be awesome. That would be, be really the, fun. It would be interesting. Um, no, my break was good. I did a lot of traveling. I probably spent... Upwards of 100 hours in a car. That sucks. Um, we went down Ooh. to San Antonio. I saw most of my family. My two brothers couldn't make it out, but everyone else made it out. It was, it was a good little time down there. And good. then um, made it back in time for New Year's with some people, with some good friends. And then I, I went home to watch the national semifinal Ooh. between Michigan and Alabama. Ooh. Our- and that was a pretty good game. Good. Um, you know, obviously, hail to the yeah. victors. Michigan came out on top. And then I actually watched it with a couple friends, but then I watched like the the rest of it. It was the night before school started. Yeah. So it was the night before the school started. Was a national championship game. So I watched like the first half with a couple friends, and then it was I went the night home. of school started. Oh yeah, so it, was yeah. It, was yeah, it was Monday. It was Monday. So I was that was that was like four days ago. Yeah. This week has been a long week. It has. I agree. It's um, been a very long week. I think the week. first week the semester is always just super long because you're like. This is the most I've ever felt it. I think. I think well, that senior eyes the last to one, set man. in. It's yeah. the last one. Start to set in. Um, but yeah, so I watched like the 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 final comments of the game on my phone in my bed, and I was just waiting for it to end. Celebrated, tweeted about it, went to bed. Uh, but um, yeah, how was your break? I was pretty good. Um, I really enjoyed just getting to spend time, uh, just kind of back home with a bunch of friends, see all them. Um, just kind of recharge. Didn't really do anything over break other than just, uh, again, like I'll watch a lot of TV and hang out with my family. Um, uh, watch some Colts games, obviously, uh, did not end the greatest way. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We will. Um, I had a good break up until about Saturday. Um, got to go to my friend's wedding though. Um, it was awesome. Uh, shout out Daniel LaRue, now a married man. Um, Daniel LaRue. Yes. I was Congratulations, the, Daniel. I was, yeah. I was the DJ. Um, I got to. I played the songs and I announced the stuff. We played some games. It was Wait, fun. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. My, my like. So he did like. Uh, I might get you to DJ my wedding. No, no. Um, what was it not good? I mean, I, I, it was fine, but I, I don't think I'd do it again. Um, I, I, I did it because he wanted me to. Um, but like he gave, he had like only like four groomsmen, and the four of them were like his two brothers, his uh, now wife's brother, um, and like his best friend of all time. So. Me and my two other friends, Daniel, Ricky, and Corbin, 
were like two of his other like three probably closest friends outside of those four. Yeah. Um. So he just gave us jobs to do. So they got to be flower men, and I got to be uh, announcer man and king of the reception. So that was fun. I Sounds had a good time. Fun. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, again, you probably had a great time over break watching those. A lot of sports games that are going very – or football games mostly. It's pretty much just football. That is going very, very well in the city of Detroit and for the state of Michigan. Your thoughts, Les, I already know you just dove in a little bit to Na- Michigan. Congratulations, national champions. After a year of controversy and concern, oh my God. the Connor Stallions, <coughs> whatever that guy was. I will never pay for a drink in the city of Ann Arbor again. No. <laughs> and man was there. He was there. Yeah, he was there. He was there. He was there. I would be too. The The Harbaugh uh, prophecy has been fulfilled. He's done his job. I think Michigan is the king of the nation. I think this storyline is really beautiful for the University of Michigan. Um, you know, Harbaugh came in at a time when the the program was, without a doubt, in shambles. Not great. Um, not great at all. And, you know, it wasn't great off the bat either. You know, it was a steep climb for, for Jim Harbaugh. Well, there was one point during, I think it was COVID year, right, where, where they almost— It they was were, a absolute fiasco. A and field there was, goal away from firing him. There were questions about yeah. whether or not Jim Harbaugh should even be— the the head coach of the University of Michigan. Correct. And and you know what? Kind of sucked. It was a tough period. People doubted him, but he brought him back from the brink. He packed it. He made a Michigan play style. He developed the best defense in the country. He leaned into some old school football and he just started beating the pants off teams. 15 and 0. Team um I think it's 147. Michigan team 147. Okay. 144. Yeah. Um let me triple check that. Um, but we'll go down as the best, probably. Honestly, um, one sec. Sorry. What are, you, what are you looking at? They're trying to figure out the best. No, no. Record? I'm trying or? to make sure that it's either it's either 143, 147, or 144. I'm mixing up all my numbers right now. I'll fact check that while you're talking. But this Michigan football team will, without a doubt, be one of the best. One of the best, if not the best. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to highlight this in the game. And we can talk about this in just a second, but J.J. McCarthy threw the ball 18 times. Yeah. Blake Corm ran the ball 21 times. Donovan Edwards added another six, and we had a couple rushes off the off the brink. But this team did not win it flashy. You know, Washington no. was that high-flying West Coast aerial offense that we needed to worry about. And Michigan did what they did all season. They ran the football. They ran it. They ran it. They ran it. They won the game in the trenches. They made some throws when they needed to make some throws. That's what I love about J.J. McCarthy. He's the quarterback that can make any throw you need him to make in the moment, but he's also fine being a, a system quarterback, yeah. which is what he was at Michigan. Um, he played it well. I mean, he did a great job with yeah. uh, what his job was supposed to be. And, I mean, obviously, he can't really do it much better um, other than I, he's very Stetson Bennett-like in my Yep, very Stetson very Bennett. Stetson. Except I will I will pause you on the Stetson Bennett conversation because I think JJ McCarthy is one of more. one of the most talented quarterbacks in college football right now. Okay, I, I say that with a little bit of bias. Obviously, yeah. just won the national championship. But look at some of the throws that he makes to well, bail yeah. Michigan yeah, yeah. out on third down, yep. bailed him out on second, and even made some big plays. Um, I think he's projected to go top fifteen in the draft. So I mean, at this if, point, so here's the conversation, and this is actually what I was going to pose to you. Yeah, I think. He has one of the, if not the highest ceiling of any quarterback in the draft right now, including Caleb Williams. Wow. 
Okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying he should go number one overall. I'm not saying he will go number one overall. But he's a junior. He's he's not super old. He's kind of on the younger side. He can be the most talented quarterback in this draft. However, playing at the University of Michigan has not helped his draft stock. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, I mean, there are a lot of very talented quarterbacks that are going to be entering this year's draft. Um, Quinn Ewers just said that he wasn't, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's interesting to see kind of how where Arch Manning is going to go or what he's going to do. I think I think I, we see him transfer. You really think so? Uh, I mean, he he must have come in with the with the thought or knowledge that he may not play for a couple of years. And I don't know if, which if if they told him right off the bat that he wasn't going to play his first two years. Crazy. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Arch Manning knew that. Maybe if he knew that and he committed, then it's fine. It's whatever. But if he thought Quinn Ewers is going to commit to the draft after one year, be a one and done and go, I mean, he hasn't immediately put his name in the portal, right? Uh, no. I mean, he is not. He's still on the team. Like as as everyone from everyone's perspective, I don't think there's been no chatter of him transferring. I mean, people thinking that he may just because of Quinn coming back. But I don't know. I mean, where would it, you like to see him go if he transfers? Ole Miss, Tennessee, or even uh, well, Tennessee would be. I mean, I think Ole Miss is like the Manning family. Like, when, that's where it's at. Well, Peyton went to Tennessee, correct? Right? Yeah, yeah, correct. But, but it, Ole Miss is Arch. Old, and, Old Miss is Arch. Archie Manning's alma mater, Eli and, Manning's alma yeah. mater, and his and Arch's dad, Cooper's alma mater. Oh, really? Yes. Didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so Cooper so, did. Did the son Cooper, one of the brothers? Yes, one of the Did three. Did he Manny play Rose. at Ole Miss too? No, he didn't play college football. So he, so he was a, he got was on the team at Ole Miss. Um, and then he, he got the diagnosed neck, with the neck the, thing yeah. and the spine thing, and like had to rewarn how to walk. So he. Got, and, but Cooper's Archie's Arch, Arch Manning's dad. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. Because um, Cooper's the oldest. Yeah. Circling back to JJ McCarthy real quick before we move on. Totally. Yeah. JJ JJ McCarthy's twenty. That's crazy. I am older than JJ McCarthy. So am I. Kind of blows not, my really? mind. Um, really. I mean, it's that's kind of crazy. He I mean, was born January twentieth, two thousand three. So he turns he turns twenty one in eight days. We're not that much older than him. No, but about about I'm did about I, wait, six did months I say January tenth, two thousand twenty three? January tenth, two thousand three. But he is. Yeah. We are older than him, which blows yeah. my mind. But he's young. He is. However, and we'll this kind of transition in, into our our head coaching conversation that we have a little bit later in the show but i think jj mccarthy staying at michigan rests on what happens with that head coaching job yeah. it's almost it's almost inevitably inevitably understood that inevitably understood yeah that, that makes sense that, yeah uh, sure just keep going with it something's never changed roll um it is it is it is understood that jim harbaugh has more than likely coached his last year at michigan you think so or his last game at Michigan. Wow. One, because he's done what he said he was going to. Yeah. He came back to Michigan to win a national championship for his alma mater. Happened. He did it. Took him a while. Took him some scary lights, scary times, but yeah. he did it. Now, he's got one more summit to, to to climb. He took the 49ers to three straight NFC championship games and a Super Bowl. But what did he not do? Win it. He wants to win a Super Bowl. As a That'd coach, cool. I mean, there's only three coaches who've who've won both a national championship and a Super Bowl, and it's uh, it's Jimmy Johnson, it's oh shoot, is let me it's Pete Carroll one of them? Pete Carroll, and yeah. then the third it wasn't Bo no it wasn't. Um yeah. uh, we're looking it up right now. Boom. Uh Jimmy Barry Switzer Barry and Jimmy Switzer. Johnson. So yeah. 
Yeah, and Pete Carroll is the last one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, like I said, he wants to climb that mountain next. Also, That'd be cool. there are NFL teams fawning over Jim Harbaugh right now. The thing with it is, he he can have his pick of the litter. I mean, except for New England, obviously. But he yeah. can have his pick of the litter. I don't think he comes back to Michigan. That's crazy. I mean, if he doesn't come back to Michigan, there's a good chance that the offensive coordinator, who spent a lot of time um, as the interim this year, uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, the guy, I... the guy who cried. Yeah. Uh, when... uh, why am I forgetting his name right now? It's um, it's bro who cried. I, that's all I know. They... Oh, Banfield. Yeah, Sharon Mo. Yeah, more crying. He was he was thinking like it was like he it was he like, was like this is for you, Coach Harbaugh. <laughs> it's like he got like a death sentence. It was on death row or something. Like yeah. bro was crying. Um, but it was a four it, game know, suspension. There, Chill. Yeah, there's a good chance that he gets promoted to head coach, or they bring somebody else in. Whatever happens, whatever. Yeah, but I think that'll heavily influence whether or not JJ McCarthy stays. Yeah, I um, I think there's a good chance he stays because, and like I mentioned, I think he's the most talented quarterback in the NFL draft. Yeah. Wow. I think he over, has, over Caleb Williams, over and, Caleb Williams, and Michael Penix. He's twenty years old. Hey, he's twenty years old. So is, so is Ar. Well, Ar at this time. Then he, yeah, his birthday. He, he, yeah. I mean, he was twenty. He's he's just just about to turn twenty one. He's young. Yeah, he he was a five star recruit out of high school. Yeah, we have seen his ability to throw the ball well. Hey, however. He plays in Michigan system. What did I say when I talked about the Washington game? Michigan played that old school football. They ran the ball. They ran the ball down Washington's throat. Let me pull up their their stats. It was something like three hundred yards. Hey, three hundred and three rushing yards to Washington's forty six. Hey, Michigan quarterbacks have worked out well in the NFL. Michigan quarterbacks have worked out well in I the can, NFL. I can tell you one. Come on. Don't do it. Well, I can tell you two. Well, you can do a good one, a bad one, because I was going to say no, Jim no. Harbaugh and Tom Brady. That's exactly who I was going to say, too. Oh, so my yeah. God. I thought you were going to say, like. No, Jim Harbaugh and Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, seriously. I thought you were going to say, like, Shea Patterson. No, or no. That guy. Yeah. Um, um, hey, Michigan Panther alum. Oh, my God. Shut up. Oh, we got to talk about that, too. I want to. Oh, yes. Bit. Yeah, we will. Continue. Um, yeah, but kind of moving on from that. Let's talk NFL coaches as we've brought up Jim Harbaugh. You want you want to talk NFL coaches now? Yeah, and then we'll go into playoffs. All right, all right. Cool. Um, anything else in the national championship? What did you think? I think it was a fun. It was a fun game. Um, I think Michael Penix played his heart out, but just really just it wasn't their day. And I don't think Washington had a good enough team to beat that Michigan team. They're just too good. Um, I really like the idea of possibly making the Rose Bowl the ultimate the official national championship game every year. I would. I love the. I think Rose that'd Bowl. be awesome. Like just the views from that uh, semifinal game. Was just some of the coolest stuff, like the sunset and just like seeing the mountains and everything. I think it was super neat. Um, also, college football talk: uh, Notre Dame absolutely walloped in their Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. <laughs> which, whatever. I mean, I, I mean, I know the bowl games are kind of becoming a little less and less irre- relevant, but it was fun to at least see Notre Dame play one more time and do very, very well. Um, but yeah, good. Shout out to Michigan. Uh, good for them. Good for you guys. Finally bringing home a title after a long time. Great, um, great for the state of Michigan. Great, great season for you as well. Uh, 15 and 0, you really can't do much better than that. Cannot do much better than that. Nope. Um, yeah, like we said, Jim Harbaugh, most likely on the move. The NFL, over, well, in, technically. Well, 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 before we get in the NFL, how about this? Let's, let's keep it on college football and coaches and pay respects to the greatest, probably the greatest coach Greatest college greatest football college coach, coach of all time, of without all time. a doubt, Nick yes. Saban. Nick Saban has retired officially. Um, he came out and that said— That was kind of crazy to me. Yeah, was, I don't know where. Well, he kind of just talked about—I um, I watched his interview. Um, he was talking about how 
all of these players that were coming in and recruiting were asking him to like, Hey, are you guaranteed going to be here three, four, five years? And he couldn't, he couldn't do it anymore. I mean, he could not keep and continue to guarantee like his time. Cause he didn't know how long he had left. Um, he also talked about how this year took a lot out of him. Um, it was very grueling. Um, and I know that he had some like some those physical injuries a little bit during the year. I know he's getting a little older, but he said like the schedule, I mean, he could do it as a young guy, but as you get older, it going leaving at two a.m. and coming back at six a.m. is just not something that he can really do anymore. Um, so he's I mean, also seventy-two years old. I mean, he's old. I mean, I and he said that he's starting to kind of lose connection with some of the guys a little bit and just not understanding exactly what's going on. He's still a great, great coach, um, and he accomplished probably more, literally more than any other college football coach in the history of college football. Yep. So um, he will go down as the greatest college football coach of all time. I don't know if really anyone can ever replicate that. Also, we, we re- say that, but then things happen. But yeah, it really needs to be said what he did for the program at Alabama. I mean, he, he I mean when he came in, elevated it, it. I mean, he did. He did what Jim Harbaugh did tenfold. I mean, Jim Jim Harbaugh came back and said, "I want to win this school a national title. I want to yeah. bring him back to national prominence." And he did three yep. straight CFPs, a national championship, beating the team down south. You know, returning to the Big Ten championship on a yearly basis, yep. being that team. Nick Saban not only did it, but created a legacy and a brand at Alabama that will not go away for Ever. a long time. I mean, he is he's elevated that school, I think, for status for years of people that are still interested in going purely based on name recognition and what the school's accomplished in the past. I mean, he's gone, and that success, I mean, I don't know if it will travel with him or not, but it will still be a place that people for years or students for years will want to go to really based on the name Alabama and how synonymous it is with winning football. I mean, four BCS national championships and three college football playoff national championships. I mean, that's seven of them. I don't know how much better you can do um, other than, I guess, I mean, you got to be Tom Brady to do the exact same amount. So, I mean, hey, congratulations to him. I know that uh, SEC fans are incredibly happy. The rest of college football is incredibly happy as well. But also know and pay respects to one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that. That being said. Yeah. I pulled up this NBC article from Dallas-Fort Worth, which I don't know what they're doing reporting on this. On on who? Who should replace Nick Saban as Alabama head coach. I was reading it this morning. Um, I, what I like doing is I like going to like four or five different news sites with the same story and see what they cover. Yeah. This one was the funniest to me because it has, it has some, it has two candidates who I legitimately believe could be in the conversation to become the head coach. Yep. And then it has two candidates that I genuinely am a little confused by. So the Dabo f- Sweeney was wild. was one of them. I uh, saw. Yeah. It's on there. Is um, it really? Yeah. So this one I think is a, a hot, maybe uh, Steve Sarkeesian, the current Texas head coach. Um, mm. He has a, has a, has like that, SC, I mean, Texas is going to become an SEC school. Correct. He's coaching at Texas. I don't think he's leaving Texas. I think, I think it's a very like job's not done. Also, there is there could be in his mind that like Texas is a big as a big a program as Alabama doesn't have the national prominence right now, but but is a big program. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So not a whole lot of reason to leave. Somebody who could have a reason reason to leave their program, which I'm not sure if they will. Kalen DeBoer, Washington head coach, who just led. The now f- former Pac-12 school to the national championship, um, I think that's a likely candidate. I don't know about you. I mean, he did a very he did a very good job. I mean, their team was very very good this year. Uh, I mean, to be fair, in, in his two seasons, 
25 and 3. I don't know. I think I don't know. I feel like they need a big name. They need a big name to keep the the big feeling of Alabama. Like I don't know. That's a big name like, like a big splash. Mike Vrabel? Correct. That's a I think people Mike Vrabel is a good idea. I think Mike Vrabel getting hired fired from t- the Titans is a, is a, is a wild, little bit out of pocket. Wild. I get that every now and then you just need to reset your franchise, but we'll, I think that's wild. We'll get into that a little bit more here in a sec when we get to NFL coaches. Yeah, uh, Dabo Sweeney, Clemson head coach. This one I'm a little bit like, why? So, yeah, he has a history at Alabama. He's, he was an assistant there from 93 to 2000, but also, whatever. I mean, I feel like coming – I mean, there was that there was that four-year four year period where – Clemson was better Clemson than Alabama. and Alabama were like duking it out yeah. at the top. I feel like that's just a weird switch. Yeah. And then this one will make you laugh. Deion Sanders. I saw that Stephen A. Smith tried to say that, and people were saying that's one of the stupidest things they've ever heard. I get it. I get it. He's an electric guy. He's a heavy recruiter. He that's brings a, a lot of swagger to the program. He went 27-6 and six in three season at Jackson State. He went 4-8 and eight at Colorado, yeah. and those eight losses, it wasn't like close games. They got blown they out. They got, I think it was Oregon was their first really big blowout. So bad. It was ugly. It was it was like a bye game, pretty much. So I get it. I think give him another year, a couple years at Colorado. I think uh, Primetime is a guy that you hire in order to increase tickets, ticket sales at a lesser-performing Power 5 school, mm-hmm. like at Colorado. Like, I don't really know if I see any other, like, big competing teams really hiring him unless he continues to have success at Colorado, which he has not shown. He, I mean, if he can, if he can build up Colorado he can, and do his thing, great. But he's just, he just, I feel like he's just like a big, he's like well, a big yeah, name that you put out in front of people to I mean, buy tickets. You do have to think. I mean, they're rebuilding the Celtics. program. Four and eight in his first year is horrible. No. I but mean, to, to, ju- to put up a four and eight, like if he came in and went undefeated, maybe. Yeah. But he came in and went four and eight. Correct. That is not worthy of going to Alabama. After starting out three and zero. After starting out three and zero, maybe people were thinking Alabama after three and zero. Yeah. But um, yeah. So total side note: Have you seen his leg? Did you see that jogging video? No. Look up that jogging video, and I he's will. jogging around, and they're talking about his injury, and he p- rolls up his pant, and he shows you like his leg. You know, you know the leg that yeah. almost got amputated. It's gnarly. Messed up. Yeah. I mean, viewer discretion is advised. It is pretty gnarly to look at understood but is kind of kind of crazy that he's like have to look that up he's still jogging on it yeah but no i think i think that they need some sort of big name i think low-key um they need jim harbaugh i think an nfl (laughs) i think an nfl coach would be a good idea to bring in there like who like i don't know maybe maybe a guy who still has a couple years left maybe a guy who's had success Maybe a guy who wants to try his hand out don't, something don't a little different. Don't you dare. Maybe Do not. a guy who's had no, that the most ha- success of all time, but no. you know what? He still has a little bit left don't in the do tank. It. Don't do it. Maybe Bill Belichick. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Imagine. That would Imagine. be Imagine. That would be crazy. Speaking of that, we'll have to do another one of these. Let's stop and recognize greatness. Bill Belichick, after 24 years as the head coach of the New England Patriots, has been asked to step down as both the general manager was a, was and the head coach. It was a mutual decision. Yes, it's a mutual decision, but it was really kind of more that they asked him, I would say. Um, Bill Belichick, after, again, 24 years of GMing and head coaching for the New England Patriots, has ended his tenure with the team. Um, and you know what? I've never been a Bill Belichick fan, never been a fan of the Patriots franchise, never been a fan of Tom Brady, but I can recognize greatness when I see it. And that guy is A – Unequivocally, probably the greatest coach of all time, 
um, in, in the NFL. I mean, they can, you can throw in some other names there, John Madden, your Don Shula's, your Tom Landry's, whatever. But I think Bill Belichick has six rings, and you really can't argue. Um, and then he also – honestly, there's even a little bit of a an argument to be made that he's the greatest general manager of all time as well um, with six Super Bowls as a general manager. I mean, hey, um, that was a job title. But congratulations to Bill, um, everything that they've done and in and, and New England – Again, was never a fan of anything that they really did, but I can recognize greatness and appreciate it when I see it. And it's going to be an odd sight to see on the New England Patriots sidelines there not be an old scowling man that hates everything. I'm going to be a hater for a second here. Go ahead. That's fine credit with me. Credit where credit is due. I mean, he has hey. seven Super Bowls. Greatest six. Of, six, sorry. Yeah. Greatest of all time. Well, I think he has one as like a an assistant coach maybe. Hill Parcells? I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Continue, though. Okay. Either way, most Super Bowls by a head coach. Out- Correct. Outstanding. Yes. Crazy. Yep. Here's Bill Belichick's record with Tom Brady. 219 wins, 64 losses. Here's Bill Belichick's record without Tom Brady. 80 wins, 92 losses. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I completely agree with the narrative that... Bill Belichick was only good when Tom Brady was there, but have we seen how it's gone since Bill Belichick lost Tom Brady? Well, here's the thing. I still think that what you you can consider Tom Brady a fruit of Bill Belichick's labor, in my opinion. Tom Brady would never become what he is today without the help of Bill Belichick, without the hey the Bill Belichick taking a chance on him in the sixth round without Bill Belichick giving him the reins after Drew Bledsoe went down without Bill Belichick continuing to have faith in Tom Brady as a quarterback over Drew Bledsoe there in in all intents and purposes I do not believe that there is a Tom Brady without a Bill Belichick and I don't believe that there is a Bill Belichick as we see him today without a Tom Brady I think that they're both synonymous with each other and they both felt each other in ways that we really can't see or imagine um, but. And, and, you know, I think Tom Brady at the end there eclipsed Bill um, and just became a little bit bigger just because he won that extra Super Bowl. I mean, and and, and that's not saying he, Tom Brady won it all by himself. There was like 15 future Hall of Famers that decided to come and play because he's a six-time Super Bowl champion. So don't just say that Tom Brady dragged a bunch of nobodies to the Super Bowl and won it. I mean, he had a lot of help. Um, but, you, I mean, I think the two will be linked together in history forever. But I do understand the argument of Tom Brady eclipsing Bill in that sense because of that extra Super Bowl win. I will also say that Bill does have two Super Bowls as some sort of assistant or helping out coach, by the way. So he has eight rings. Not as head coach, but just eight rings in general, which is still nuts. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, also, I mean, I know we've dogged on his – I mean, I was just – I was doing a little bit of a devil's advocate there. I I do think he's one of the greatest – head coaches of all time I know people have dogged on his GM abilities but this is the parting gift he's left the Patriots with 70 million free cap and the number three overall pick if you're gonna leave that's a good way to do it yeah it's a real good way to do it um speaking of let's I mean not just not just where Bill Belichick might land where all of these vacant coaching positions may land um the Patriots very quickly hired Jared Mayer, Mayo as head coach. Less than Gerard Mayo. Oh, really? It's Gerard. Oh, Mayo. I feel bad for that. Gerard Mayo. Was, no, um, you're good. 
less than 24 hours after finding Bill Belichick, I think it came out that it was in his contract. Yeah, that's that what I was going to say. That he would be the successor to Bill Belichick no matter what, which is good for the Patriots. Former pl- Patriots player as yeah. well. Former very former Patriots first round draft pick. Uh, is he really? Yeah, he was a mi- yeah he was an inside linebackers coach. Wow. Since he he played for them for eight seasons and then was the inside linebackers coach. Um, but I haven't heard a lot about that guy. But maybe Patriots fans are more in depth football fans than me know more. Um, but that sounds good for the Patriots. But before they did hire Gerard Mayo. It was like a couple hours where a quarter of all NFL teams did not have a head coach. I thought it was pretty crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, But with that being said, uh, let's talk about who we think might fill these open roles. Let's start with the Washington Commanders. Okay. And by the way, those two extra wins that Bill had were as um, an assistant for the New York Giants. Under Bill Parcells, right? I do believe so, yes. Called it. Yeah. Um, Yes, you're correct. Uh, but oh, continue. What were you going to say? Sorry. Uh, no, I just said, first off, we're going to start with the Washington Commanders. Oh, about who we think yeah, is going to yeah, fill yeah, his yeah. position here. Um, is So is Commanders' position officially open? Yeah. They uh, they fired Ron Rivera? They fired Ron Rivera on Black Monday. Did they really? Oh, yeah. What? Uh, for those unaware, Black Monday is the Monday after the regular season ends, and it's historically when the most head coach, uh, the most coaching turnover in the NFL. I totally did not even notice that. Yeah. I completely missed that. Wow. Shout out RIP Ron. <laughs> My bad. Um I did that I completely No, missed but that it was news. known. It was known. Guy was dead I mean, man figured, walking. Yeah. I don't know who I don't know who fills this spot though. I mean Really? No. Who do you got? I think there's a I mean, if you want to be ambitious, according to Bill Belichick. Adam Schefter, <laughs> but the Ra- not the Rams. Uh, the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Commanders are all very interested in hiring Bill Belichick. I know the Falcons are. I did see that. I don't really know what's next for Bill Belichick, but I don't think rebuilding another organization is what he wants to do. I wouldn't. I mean, he've already tried. He's already tried his hand at that with the Patriots, and look how well that went. Yeah, it did not go well. So, some people are calling it calling in for him. I, I don't really know. I don't really know about the commanders. I don't really know who wants to work for the commanders right now. It's not a bad, it's not as bad of a head coaching prospect as the Panthers is, but it's definitely not pretty. I mean, honestly, I still would probably rather go to the Panthers than I would Washington at this point. I mean, they're both, they're both honestly pretty bad either way. I mean, they're both 32 and a 32 league team. I mean, they're both awful. Um, I just don't know who there's, would have interest in either. There's really. been talk of Ben Johnson, Lions offensive coordinator. There is yeah. talk of I know people are interviewing maybe him. Mike Vrabel to Washington. Everybody's putting a request for, for Ben Vrabel's, Johnson. Vrabel's everywhere. Vrabel could be everywhere because yeah. I think everybody else is picking up on the fact that there's no reason why the Titans should not have fired yeah, him or um, should have fired I him. Wanna, I want to speak on that now. I mean, that, that I think was probably the biggest bonehead move of the offseason so far. Mm-hmm. Um Mike Vrabel out as the uh, Titans head coach after I don't know how many years he's been there. Uh, he literally had won Coach of the Year in like two years ago. Like, dude was – he did a lot for that franchise. And I'll be completely honest, I'm not entirely sure if it's Vrabel's fault or more of the GM's fault for having a god-awful roster that he had to work with. Aside from Will Levis, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and DeAndre Hopkins – can you name me one more Titan? Can you name me one? Give me your list again. Will Levis, Ryan Tannehill, DeAndre Hopkins, 
and uh, Derrick Henry. Taylor Lewan and Jack Conklin. Taylor Lewan is no longer on the Titans. Oh, like active? Oh. Active. Is Robert Act- Woods still on the Titans? Maybe. Robert Woods, maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah. Yeah. You got you're hard pressed. You are hard pressed to figure out who the heck is on the Titans anymore. Yeah, that roster's in shape. It's it is bad. It's a but I don't think that's roster. a Vrabel problem. I think that's an administrative that's problem. That's what I'm saying, yeah. is that they blaming the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think that that was anything that he should that yeah. it, it's the sort he should not have fallen on that sword whatsoever. Yeah. We um we'll come back to the Titans. Uh I want to pull up this Washington Post article I read this morning, which was really good for the commander's job. Um, Robert Woods is on the Texans. Really? Yes. So Dang. No. He was on my fantasy team last year when he was on the Titans. Um, so yeah, here's, per the Washington Post, here are the executives that the commanders have set interview requests for. So right now, most of the teams that have potential coaching candidates are in the playoffs. Um, so they have interview requests for teams, which basically means, you know, we would like to interview this coach, and teams basically will respond and say, once we're out of the playoffs or once our season is over, we'll let you interview them. Um, but they've requested to interview uh, Adam Peters, San Francisco 49ers. Oh, these are for the GM jobs. They're the executive jobs. Uh, Adam Peters, San Francisco 49ers assistant GM. He's a top candidate in the 2024 cycle. Um, Alec Halaby, Halibi, um, Philadelphia Eagles assistant GM. I think anybody coming out of the executive office in Philly or San Francisco, phenomenal. Because the work that their front office has done in the last... Both of those teams in the last two and three years is amazing. Yeah. Um, Ian Cunningham, assistant GM in Chicago Bears. I don't really know who that is. Uh, Glenn Cook, I've heard more about, um, but he's the assistant GM and VP of player personnel at the Browns. Wait, why are we doing GMs? I don't know. I don't really care. I don't really care either. Okay, great. Let's skip that. Here are the coaches they've interviewed so far. They've only interviewed one, and it's the Ravens. Anthony Weaver, he's their assistant head coach and defensive line coach. Um, and then they've requested Ben Johnson of the, of the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, Dan Quinn, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. Um, Anthony Weaver, who's the – I already said that. Um, Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive coordinator. Uh, Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator for the Rams. And Mike McDonald, McDonald, defensive coordinator for the Rams. As well as Bobby Slowick. I think Bobby Slowick is a hot prospect. I don't know if he'll leave this offseason, but he is a hot prospect of head coaching po- spots, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, really, every year it's basically the same kind of deal, where it's if there's any team that has any kind of success, they want to replicate that when they want to find the guys that are at the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. So any team that create that has success creates new opportunities for other teams and new opportunities for people that are creating that success. Um, so I don't know who exactly is going to get put where. Um, we'll kind of just see how the cards kind of fold and lie later on in the year um, as each team kind of looks and tries to find their fit. I find I I assume that Rabel will land somewhere on his feet, um, and I also again I think I think with let's get okay. a little bit down to brass tacks. Yeah, I think with the Commanders' job, they're going to go for an offensive coordinator. Yeah, because they have the number two all pick, they're going to pick the best quarterback available at the, yeah. with the number two overall pick, and they're going to develop that quarterback and they're going to start something. That or they're going to draft Marvin Harrison, yeah. but. Ooh. We'll and, it, and and something that we mentioned, or an individual that we mentioned earlier in this podcast, that uh, begs some respect as well. Maybe not as much respect as Bill Belichick or Nick Saban, but a man who has done a lot for both the game of college football and the game of the NFL, Pete Carroll, has finally uh, been 
ousted. Yeah. I guess I think probably that the Seahawks decided that it was time for him to be done mm-hmm. as a head coach of the Seattle Did he Seahawks. he win a national championship at USC? He won a national championship and at USC. And he won a Super Bowl. And he won a Super Bowl with the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think we listed him earlier when we were We listening. did. We did. Oh, I, we I did? brought, okay, up. Okay, I brought okay. up Pete Carroll. Um, I he, think he's staying with the Seahawks in advisory capacity. Yes, he's in an though. advisory yeah. position. I think it's very similar to what happened with Bruce Arians with the Buccaneers. Yeah. Where he decided that it's getting old. he was old and wanted, still wanted to do stuff, but really couldn't do everything that he wanted to anymore as That's a head fair. coacher. Head coacher? Head coaching head position. Coach, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be very similar to how that whole thing played out with Bruce Arians. I mean, he's still around. He's still in the building. still talking with people. But he's no longer the head coach. I mean, run a run for Pete Carroll. He almost had – he was on the brink of a dynasty there in the early 2000s, 2010s. Um, but, you know, a good run in Seattle. I don't. I mean, they, they ended 9-8. and eight. I'm kind of shocked that they decided that they wanted to move on from him. Maybe there were some things we I don't think know it's about. similar to Bill Belichick, just getting older, getting old. looking for a reset, looking to, like, change up the franchise a little bit. I mean, hey, if you can win nine games with Geno Smith, in my opinion – Good on you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Geno Smith's bad, but like, I'm, he's not like a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not any kind of premier guy that begs like you can just win games and sit back and watch it happen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he had to put in a little work there. And you know what? I'm I'm sad to see him go. He was an electric guy on the sidelines. We always enjoyed those videos of him throwing the football. Did you see practice. his? Did you see him thanking his family and his in his presser? I did not. No, Oof, had me in tears. It was sad. It was really sad. It was a really good moment though. He, he's a good guy. Um, yeah. So he's staying in advisory capacity, and 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 that'll be good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Back to the Commanders. Like I said, yeah. We're going to look at Bobby Slowick or Ben Johnson. A offensive. I think they should do an offensive coordinator. They're going to take the best quarterback available with the number two overall pick and build around that quarterback. If they're not doing that, I'm a little confused as to what they're doing. Yeah. Moving on, Los Angeles Chargers fired Bre- uh, Brendan Staley. I mean, yeah, we saw that one coming. I think everybody saw that one coming. Who's surprised? Not um, us. Not, nope. not anyone here surprised? Nope. 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 Um, <laughs> I think if Jim Harbaugh leaves, which I think he is, like I said, I think he should go to the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. I mean that's an a- that's an appetizing job. I mean, uh, you've got a lot of key pieces there. There's not a whole lot wrong with the Chargers, no, right other now. than coaching. I mean, mm-hmm. really. I mean, you got uh, Justin Herbert, who I think is a very very good um, quarterback in the NFL. Um, I you got Keenan Allen, you got Mike Williams, you got that one dude that's kind of the a horrible pick from TCU, Quentin Johnson, right? Am mm-hmm. I correct? Yep. Who ended up being a big bust? Just but, a drop. Yep. He just kind of sucks. Um, and Khalil Mack is still out there. I mean, you still got some, uh, some good – you got a lot of good players. And even Austin Eckler. People forget about Austin Eckler and how much success he had a couple years ago. Obviously not that much this year. Um, but if you have a good coach, you got a lot of talent and skill players that can do some damage. And if you get back to kind of where they were and were trending at the beginning of Justin Herbert's career, I think that they can be a dangerous team and pose really a threat to the Chiefs and everyone in the AFC if they get the right pieces. I think I think that's the best prospect for Jim Harbaugh right now. Yeah. That's what I think I go with. It'd be a good um, hey, get to live out in LA. The only other the only other job that he might entertain because he entertained it last season is the Raiders. And I think the Raiders are gonna make a big play for Jim Harbaugh because I mean Al Davis did this all the time. His son Mark Davis is doing it as well. Yeah. They want to make a big splash. They want to make a big flashy splash for a head coach. Last season they had Rich Bisacci as their interim head coach. 
after the Groot, Groot, not last season, was the season before. Maybe. I think it was the season Might before. Might have been a few years ago. Because they hired Josh McDaniels Yeah, so after year. Gruden left, they had Rich Passacci, yep. who finished the season strong and should have become the head Probably. coach. And they canned it, and they went with Mike Mc, or Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. And he stinks. He stank bad. St- stank bad. Bad. Like, he's not, not only did, was he bad, everybody hated him. Correct. Culture was bad. Terrible. Players were upset. Nobody wanted to work with him. Yep. They fire him, and An- Antonio Pierce comes in as the Raiders head coach. Leads that him to guy. a 5-4 and four finish yep. following whatever bedwetting experience Josh McDaniels had. And His the quarterback player, was Aiden O'Connell. The players love games. him. The players love him. Devontae yeah. Adams want like Devontae Adams is I think he's like has a core of players that are lobbying for him to be the next coach. And they should. Antonio Pierce is the logical option. I think so. I think if they don't hire Antonio Pierce, they are setting themselves up for failure. They also are probably still paying off Gruden's contract and are still paying off Mike McDaniel's contract for the next year or so. Speaking and speaking of Gruden, I have heard some rumblings of him making a possible return to the NFL. I've heard that. Where? Washington. I mean, that's a team that'd be desperate enough to hire him. Yeah, but Dan Snyder's not there anymore. They're not making any bone-up <laughs> calls. Any dumb decisions. Um, I, you know, but hey, you know who would make dumb decisions as the owner? Panthers. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, hey. We'll get to them. Hey. Um, but, yeah. So, like I said, I think Antonio Pierce is going to stay. Yeah. Um, I like it. Um, New England Patriots, we already talked about that. Gerard Mayo. Yeah. Um, Seattle Seahawks. This was fun. Yeah. What do you think about Dan Quinn? Give him another shot. Uh, you know what? He's done a lot of great things for the Cowboys this He's year. He's done a I mean, lot of great things for the Cowboys defense. And I think Seattle would love to bring back that Legion of Boom. That would be cool. That, I mean, I don't know. I think that Dan Quinn isn't a horrible hire. I've heard a lot of rumblings of him possibly getting another shot. I mean, I don't really know if he was even the big issue that was really what was going on in Atlanta. I think they just kind of sucked. Really, in all honesty, I mean, Dan Quinn got him to the Super Bowl, should have won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's a horrible idea. Obviously, he's proved himself again with how well the uh, the Cowboys defense is playing most of the time. He was also um, Pete Carroll's former top coordinator. Yeah. So, I hey, think I think makes sense. I mean, I like it. Continue. Uh, real quick. What are you I looking want to up here? Check something. Making sure that Dan Quinn was actually under Pete Carroll. No, he was. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm pretty sure he was there during the Legion of Boom era. Oh, really? Um. Uh. But I, mo- while while I looked that up, moving yeah. on to the Falcons. The Falcons reportedly are super interested in Bill Belichick. Which I don't know what team wouldn't be. I mean, he is. Like, he's still the greatest coach of all time, and sometimes it's just this change of scenery to get back to kind of your old form. I mean. We've seen that with Peyton Manning. We've seen that with other coaches that kind of go yeah. from yeah. Quinn Quinn was during the Legion Boom era, cool. so I would love to see them hire him and bring him back. Yeah, like you can and oh, um, you, you, Tony Dungy, yeah, was um, yeah. was kind of waning, and they didn't really like what was going on in uh, in the Buccaneerville, and he went to the Colts, and won a Super Bowl in a couple of years. I mean, sometimes it just takes a change of scenery from one place to another that you just it was kind of getting into a rut to change things up and get back to your old form. Is Bill Belichick too old for that to happen? I don't know. Does he want to work Does with – I mean, hear me out. If he still has a passion for the game and still wants to do it, then I think hire him. I think he's a, defense, he's a defensive-minded coach, so Falcons need a little help on defense. However, I think, like I said with the commander's job, I think a Bobby Slowick, a maybe even Eric Bieniemy, 
Ben Johnson type hire here would be a really good idea. Yeah. Because they have some pieces. I mean, yeah, we know that uh, Ritter isn't an NFL quarterback. They need to bring in an NFL quarterback. But when they do, they have pieces. They have um, B. John Robinson at running back. They have – why am I blanking on his name at tight end? Oh, uh Kyle Pitts? Yeah, they have Kyle yeah. Pitts, a tight end, who yeah. is the be- is one of the best pass-catching tight ends in the NFL, and I don't yeah. know why they weren't using him the way they were this year. But like I said, I think offensive revamp should be a good idea there. I mean, the Falcons made it to the Super Bowl af- on that high-flying offense yeah. with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. So I would lean that way. Um, Tennessee Titans? Eric Mike Bien-Aimé. Frable. Did you just say rehire Mike Vrabel? <laughs> I mean, if they, I think they should. They should just rehire the guy. But I like Mike. Mike Vrabel seems like a great fit for the Titans. I mean, really. I, I don't think Mike Vrabel's going to land at any of the head coaching jobs that are available right now. That's crazy. I think he's going to do what Dan Quinn's going to do. He's going to go do a coordinator gig for a little while and get a job somewhere else. I think else. that's crazy. Or I he's going to go to college deserves. football. I think he deserves it. I'm just saying I don't think shot. it's going to happen. Um Tennessee Titans, I like Eric Bieniemy. I don't think know. He finally gets hired. I, mean, I, I I don't know why he hasn't. But well, I can tell you right now, it's because the Commanders are terrible. Yeah, but they're not her- terrible because of their offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, their offense was not a problem this season. I, I, well, here's the thing. My question is, is that Eric Bieniemy made the lateral move in order to like get more recognition, I guess, and I, instead of being under the umbrella of Andy Reid. I think. I think he was. I think there was talk that he should have, like, he was in line. Or I thought that when he moved from Kansas City to Washington, that just he was automatic hire. Well, I thought no. I thought it'd be like a in the same way that Mayo got hired. Yeah. It was like in his contract that he'd be the next head coach. Honestly, Eric Bieniemy in Washington wouldn't be a bad idea. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm I would assume that they are interviewing him. If they're not, they're not. That's weird. Yeah. Um, but if he doesn't end up in Washington, like I said, the Titans, uh, the Panthers. Well, we'll talk about the Panthers because they're last on my list. The Titans, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Commanders are all very much like I think a big-time offensive coordinator needs to go to that team. Yeah, continue. Um, But, yeah, Eric Bieniemy. Yep. like I said, Slowick, Johnson, Eric Bieniemy, um, they're all kind of interchangeable in these teams. You get a high-powered offensive coordinator to go there. Um, Speaking of the Carolina Panthers, uh, they shouldn't hire anybody. Just to fold the franchise. They just fold the franchise, <laughs> move somewhere else, go to Montana. I would love a Montana team. Um, just anything other than what they have right now because it sucks. It's bad. No, nope. I mean, like owners throwing drinks on people. Your number one overall consensus, number one overall pick is awful. I don't think he's awful strictly because he's awful. I think there's some coaching issue there. It's a lot of bad. Though. Um, but with that being said, if you can work with a crazy manager. Or had not man. Ugh. If you can work with a crazy owner and a dwindling fan base, it's not a horrible idea to look at a Ben Johnson type guy who will go to Carolina with their high draft pick, revamp his career a little bit, work with him, build around him, get some solid players. I I think I think it's a good idea. Now, I mean. I don't really know where you can go as a Panthers fan. Like, are you are you even like David? What, what are what are crazy. you what are you expecting out of next season? I mean, if you get this new splash hire of a head coach, like I don't really know. I think Loki, if Mike Vrabel doesn't have a whole lot of options, this would be a good landing spot for him. I think that he they really need someone that can be hard on their team and like, hey, like you guys suck. Let's try and be better. 
because this is so bad. I mean, they, 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 the complete opposite of a Frank Reich type, you know? Yeah. Frank Reich is more of a players kind of coach. Like, you can do better, buddy, kind of thing. Um, but I'll give you that. Vrabel, Vrabel would whip him into shape, in my opinion. Um, but I, I, you got to feel bad for Bryce Young. You do. You got to, I mean, dude went from being a Heisman winner, a college football national championship winner, to winning two games in his first year in the NFL. I mean, it's very similar to Peyton Manning's story. Um, now, and Peyton Manning had very similar stats to Bryce Young this year, obviously, aside from yards and touchdowns. But everything else was very, very comparable to Peyton Manning's first year. And you know what? I always consider the first year of a, of a player's career kind of a wash. Like, sometimes you, have, you do have great success, like C.J. Stroud, another year, and Andrew Luck even. In other years, you have, yeah, like Peyton Manning, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, list goes on and on. I mean, I would not write off Bryce Young yet, but things aren't looking great. But then again, a lot of people wrote off Peyton Manning, and look how that ended up. Ended yeah. up really well. That's fair. So, hey, we'll see where it goes. It may just be a change in the coach, and things will get rolling in Carolina. Yeah, hopefully that wasn't too chaotic or confusing as we talked about yeah. that. But if it was, I mean, we are underqualified for at least a semester more. Yeah. Um, let's Sorry. wrap up the show talking about – Oh, Playoffs. wait. Did you want to talk Colts? I can talk Colts for a sec. Um, I, I mean, I don't really want to talk Colts a whole lot just because, I mean, everybody knows what kind of happened. Um, the Colts were a catch away from the fourth seed in the AFC playoffs. Um, I was watching the game while driving back from my buddy's wedding um, and watching the game on my phone and on my laptop the whole time. It's a great game. Um, back and forth. Uh, it looked there like the Colts kind of had had it. We really did, um, and it ended up. And if we would have won that game, we would have won the AFC South. I mean, not at that time we didn't know, but the uh, Jags ended up absolutely choking. Yeah, it was um, bad. Jags suck. Anyway, uh, I, one of the one of the last chance Colts have the ball um, in their own territory on like their own like fifteen. Um, we have we need one yard to run out the clock, score a touchdown, and basically win the game and save our season. Fourth down and one. Um, and apparently a play that Shane Steichen had been drawing up the entire week was a short little dump-off pass in the flat to our fourth-string running back. Um, that one – I mean, the play scheme itself worked, um, and they had been practicing that all week. So when it came down to it, season on the line, death beam pointed at Lucas Oil Stadium, Shane Steichen said, I want Tyler Goodson. Poor choice. Tyler Goodson – Ball hits him in the hands, drops the ball. Also, poor pass thrown by Gardner Minshew. Everyone's kind of um, is yes or no on whether or not that was a good play call for one, a good or bad pass from Gardner Minshew, yeah. or oh, whose fault, whose fault it was to blame, or who's who was to blame. I don't know. I think it was a com- a combined effort of all three to all screw it up. But all the Colts really needed was a yard to say keep their season alive and probably continue into the playoffs. It didn't happen. Um, so another, another disappointing finish for the Colts season, as it kind of always ends up like that. But, I mean, we have a bright future. Uh, I mean, that's not – I wasn't expecting any wins, really, this year at all. Um, but we got nine. We, we ended up with a winning record. Um, and thankfully for the Bengals and the Seattle Seahawks winning, we actually have the 15th pick in the draft now. So top – we finished bottom half of the league, which is nuts. Um, but – 
you know, it's, it is what it is. It's, I mean, it's the life of being a Colts fan. I know you as a Lions fan has have been prone to disappointment year after year. I'm getting used to that a little bit more now, um, and it kind of sucks. But you know what? We've got a lot of hope. I think Anthony Richardson will be a great quarterback as the future kind of goes on. I think that Shane Steichen is absolutely unequivocally the answer to all of our coaching problems. I think he had a fantastic year, and he's a candidate for Coach of the Year as well. Um, I think that uh, we're we're a good we're another good maybe solid wide receiver and some, a couple secondary pieces away from having a dangerous team and obviously a healthy Anthony Richardson away from having a dangerous team in the future and for years to come. So, yeah, it's it's a sad way to end it, but there's a good outlook. That's how I that's how I feel. And shout out to C.J. Stroud for having a fantastic rookie year. I knew you'd be good, and I'm depressed that you're not on our team, but. AR is my guy. What we so. should do for the upcoming draft this year is we should first we should do a two part episode. Ooh, we should do the first part where we grade the draft picks. Okay. Well, so one we do like we do where I do a, a Zion we, Johnson. Y- yes. <laughs> well, we do what those teams drafted and what we graded them, but also in, we'll include what we thought they were going to draft, and then in the second part we do a whole first round draft. We could talk about that. We could talk about that. Who was on our draft episode last year? I know that a couple years ago it was Zuber because Zuber was one that made fun of me. Ziggy Zuber was last year. For, well, that was I think that there's was, only been that two pre-draft. I think it was there's pre-draft. been two because freshman year it was Charleston yeah. Bulls. Oh, I miss Charleston. He's awesome. Shout out Charleston. Was it pre-draft that oh, it was pre-draft that Zubes okay. was on? I think. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look way, it up. Yeah, either way, get we'll, excited. We'll, we'll, we'll guys. get there. There's still a lot left to go. Yeah, um, um, I'll so, qualify. But hear me out though. What We're getting did, close to an hour, man. That's yeah, nuts. I know. We're trying. You want to you talk NFL teams real quick and then kind of That's what it? we're going to do. I was okay. going to mention a few things about the Colts first. Okay. Give me give me your thoughts. Would you guys go? Nine and seven? Nine and eight. Nine and eight? Yeah. If you told a Colts fan yeah. that they were going to go nine and eight this year and have an exciting season of ups and downs, yeah. they would have taken it. I would have. I think you guys have a, a lot of Colts fans who, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, he dropped the pass. It sucked. Yep. But there's no reason to crucify the player. No, like that's just a play. That just happens. That's just hey, football. He, he's a human being. He's a human I, being. I'm, I'm, again, I'm well aware that, he, and people will be like, "Well, you just paid millions of dollars to do it." I get it. I fell in the shower this morning. Are you going to tell me <laughs> that you're not allowed to? I'm not. I'm not, not allowed to walk like, anymore. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> if I? What if I end up making 1.5 million dollars a year to walk? To walk or like to a job? get to work on time. <laughs> you like you can't fault me for falling in the shower. Okay, it happens. Um, Shout out your foot, by the way. I feel like I had a better analogy, but that it could have been better. Yeah, but you know, but you know what? Again, I understand. <laughs> but, yeah. the the, the, the post game presser of him being like, "I want to see my parents." They're probably the only people loving me that, right now. Me, me, is so that, sad. Yeah, I mean, bro really was on was uh, tearing but, up, but crying. yeah. And I think as you guys got closer to potentially being in the playoffs, yeah, you guys, there was a little bit of shine in, in most Colts fans' light where they were like, "Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs," not. Let's enjoy what we have. Yeah. So last season, I was a I was a little bit of the variety. Like I want the Lions to make the playoffs, but also I took a little bit of the backseat of the. You know what? This is one of our best seasons ever in yeah. my lifetime. I'm just gonna enjoy it. And then we beat Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field in uh-huh. his final game as a Packer to keep him out of the playoffs. Like I don't care if we made it. That moment was beautiful. So I think be happy with what you have. Also, just I mean, where are the Colts drafting next season? Fifth, I said 15th draft pick. 15th, not bad. Bottom maybe, half. Maybe they can trade up, get that Marvin Harrison going. Um, That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. But it, 
Uh, AR fifteen is coming back. Yeah, I don't. Ooh, I don't like that. AR five. AR five. Yeah. Um, AR five is coming back. You get him a solid wide out. Jonathan Taylor has a good restful off season. Defense needs a little bit of tweaks. We need we need some we need some more uh, Colts aren't depth. Colts aren't going to be bad. No, I liked Minshew though. Cornerback. Oh, I thought you yeah. said I loved Minshew. Yeah, Minshew is a good. Um, oh, it's been an hour. Well, it's been an hour. Okay, wow. well, live video. Sorry. Goodbye. I guess you'll just have to go to our Spotify so, or our Apple Podcast or our Apple Podcast yeah. to get our episode. Either way, um, but yeah, like I like there it will be scary hours if if yeah. this if if Ballard. Puts up and shuts up as a GM and makes some moves this offseason, it'll be scary hours, and I'm excited for the Colts' future. And I think yeah. the Colts fans have to be excited for the Colts' future because there's yeah. nothing good. Like, it's good. Um, my team's in the playoffs. Yeah. Very excited about that. Let's run let's through the AFC first, and then we're going to spend a little bit longer on the NFC. Yeah. Um, let's, let's make it quicker. Yeah, quicker. Yeah. First yeah. up, Baltimore gets the first round. They're the number one overall first round by. Yeah. Um, Houston, Cleveland. I think it's gonna be Houston. Um, I think so. I, I would I love. I, I would love to see Joe Flacco go to his old, go to his old um, stomping ground, stomping ground, and, and, then, and beat up on the yeah. on the Ravens. But I do think it's gonna be Houston. I think Cleveland, like Flacco's play right now, is very. You know, he's got some good throws in him, but he's also thrown eight interceptions in his very limited time. Yeah. A little bit of me is like, it's not gonna work in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm saying Houston. Okay. Um, in in my opinion, I think the Browns are rolling. Okay. I like what they're doing. I think that they're a very good football team. I'd give it to the Browns in my in my professional opinion. Okay. But that's just me. Real quick, let me write these down yeah. so we can talk Here, let's, about let's, it. Let's 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 share the live stream. Here, give it to me, and then we'll put it back up, and we won't have to save it or anything. But, um, but yeah, I think the Browns are really are are a good football team. Um. And I think that they have a really big good shot at beating the Texans. I don't think the Texans are all that good. I mean, they're again, they were a good thrown pass away from losing the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but I think that they can do it in the playoffs. I think um, Joe Flacco has a lot of experience um, and has done a lot of good things in the playoffs and has won seven road playoff games in his career, which is one behind Tom Brady. Um, and actually, no, tied with Tom Brady. He can eclipse Tom Brady with a win, I do believe. That'd be cool. Um, so. I think it would. I think I'd give my edge to the Browns in this one. Okay, I was not very high on the Texans. Also, I hate the Texans now. So go crazy, I guess. <laughs> um, all right, next up, Kansas City, Miami. This will be good. However, real quick, welcome back. Sorry about um, that. The live's back. I didn't. We're know. gonna double it up. It, uh, it, it stops in an hour. Did you I know did that? not know live stopped in an hour. That's yeah, which is dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to my brother. Get him to fix that. Um, Does he work at Instagram? Yeah. You know this. No. My oldest brother works on Instagram. Can he fix that? I don't think he can do that, but he definitely knows the people who do that. That'd be cool. I don't, yeah, he's he does cool stuff. Well, we're sorry. Yeah. Continue. Um, okay. Kansas City, Miami. It should be a really good game. However, it's supposed to be like negative eight degrees at kickoff at Arrowhead Stadium. I heard negative 30 degree wind chill. Yeah. So Nuts. we might see Tua get fa- get mad. <laughs> Get, yeah, Tua get what? Tua get, yeah. A Tua get, disaster class. Yes, Tua disaster. Uh, there we go. We'll that say that better. instead of Tua getting, you didn't. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tua sucking. If 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 Tua can kind of make some throws in the cold, it's going to mm. be a good game. However, I don't know. I know this this might favor the Chiefs, but I'm going to say benefit the doubt. Mike McDaniel gets his first playoff win. 
No. Second playoff win? I don't I'm just saying they're not gonna win. Oh. I think it's his first playoff win though. But I don't think okay, I don't so, really remember the Yes. I, w- w- I don't think the Dolphins were in last year. I don't think the Dolphins made it. I don't think that they I don't think they've even been in the playoffs, really. Yeah. I think it's his first playoff win as head coach. Yeah. Well first playoff appearance even. I don't think I don't remember last time the when were the Dolphins in last year? No. No, so yeah, it'd be a first playoff. Is any either way, it's first playoff appearance, impossible first win. I don't think that they win though. To the playoffs last year, they were not in the playoffs last year. When was the last time? Yeah, the last time they made it. Oh no, two thousand twenty-two and twenty-three. So what? Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> either way, uh, let's let's get back on track because we are at well over an hour now. Yeah, I know. Um, My bad. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> if you if you care, you'll listen. We'll have long episodes. Yeah. Last year, uh, so Whatever. Andy says Kansas City beats Miami. I'm writing these down because oh, the I, Dolphins were in. They lost the Bills. Yeah. So Got it. speaking of the Bills, huh. two versus seven, Buffalo hosts Pittsburgh. It's it's going to be Buffalo. Yeah, I think. Well, I again, I'm going to say that I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will win, and I also think that Buffalo is going to win. I don't think the the uh, I think the Steelers are one of the worst playoff teams of all time. They're they're, they're not, easily the worst ten and seven team of all. They time. have not been good in a they're while. They're bad. <laughs> But they're they've won ten games, which is just nuts. I think again that is Mike Tomlin. That Mike is Tomlin, man. That is a testament to Mike Tomlin how it's, good he it's, is. It's gonna start being what have you done for me lately? But for now, Mike Tomlin, go Mike Tomlin. Yep. All right, moving on swiftly. Um, so who? Shoot, we didn't decide. So uh, let's just say Baltimore beats whoever wins in the first round, right? Yeah. Okay, Baltimore. Baltimore. Well, it would be. I think that if if the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Browns win. It'd actually be Browns, Ravens, which yeah, I can see the Browns upsetting the Ravens. I think I, I think Baltimore beats Browns slash Houston, and then I think it's Kansas City. Uh, it's Miami slash Kansas City versus Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins that one. I you think Buffalo beats whoever wins? I think it. So here's here's my prediction. I'm gonna go through it. I think that the Bills beat the Steelers. They and the Bengals or not the Bengals and the Browns beat. Uh, the uh, the Houston Texans. Okay. The Browns go on to play the Ravens. I think that the Ravens beat the Browns. Okay, I'm writing this all down. And then I think that the Kansas City Chiefs play the Bills. I think the Bills upset the Chiefs here once again. And then I think it's Bills-Ravens, and I think that the Ravens beat the Bills. The Ravens. But I can, I can see a scenario where the, uh, the Ravens lose to the Browns. And I can't see a scenario where the Chiefs beat the Bills. Okay. So Andy says I think that divisional round is up for up for grabs. Andy says, let me just make sure I got this right. Andy says Cleveland beats Houston. Yes. And Andy says Kansas, Kansas City beats Miami. Yep. And Andy says Buffalo beats Pittsburgh. Yep. And the Ravens beat the Browns. The Bills beat the Chiefs. And the Chiefs beat the Bills. So Daniel says Wait, what? No. I said that the Bills lose to the Bills beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Ravens beat the Bills. Bills. That's yeah. what I just okay, said. Okay, never mind. Okay. So I think uh, Houston beats Cleveland. Okay. And then uh, Miami beats Kansas City. All right. Um, City. I'm sorry. This, this I don't know if this make great, makes great podcasts. Whatever. I think um, so. And Buffalo give, beats. Give, give, make, your, make your picks more gravitas. Buffalo beats yeah, okay. Pittsburgh. Yes. <laughs> I think Buffalo beats Pittsburgh. And uh, Baltimore beats Cleveland. Yeah. Or Baltimore beats Houston. Boston, Baltimore beats whoever wins that game. Okay. Um, and then 
Uh, Bills beat Chiefs, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing city names. Um, Whatever. City and Ravens win the AFC. Okay. That's That sounds so stupid. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, all right. Over to the NFC because this yeah. is more of a talk. I think Tampa Bay beats Philly. Wrong. I think Tampa Bay beats Philly. No. I think Philadelphia wins. I think the Lions win. And I think Dallas wins. Okay. So you said Philly, Detroit, Detroit Dallas. And Dallas win. And then it would be Niners over Philly and Detroit uh, over Dallas. Niners over Philly. I'm liking this. Detroit over Dallas. And then I think Niners over Detroit. I don't like that last part. I know you don't. Um, yeah. So but here's here's the, the big gonna, game. The big game though is come on, lay it out for us. The big game, Matt, big game of Matt, the whole weekend. Matthew Stafford's coming home. He's coming home. Coming, coming home. Oh, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Tell the, the world, world I'm coming home. Andy's been sending me Detroit a lot. There's Rams, it's on my whole football like, page. F- it's all for you page TikToks yeah. all week, and he has yet to send me one where it's like I'm coming. No, home. I haven't seen that um, one, but I'm excited. However, there's a couple things I want to get straight about Lions fans real quick. There's a lot of Lions fans out there that are very f Matthew Stafford. Boo him, kick him lately? out. Don't wear Matthew Stafford jerseys. I to saw the there was game. a jersey ban thing they were trying jersey to do. Jersey bans at bars. Boo. You can still you can still love your former quarterback and kick his ass, okay? Yeah. You can. Yeah. I'm not saying we should cheer for Matthew Stafford, but when Matthew Stafford runs out, I think maybe a light golf clap, maybe a like a recognition of everything he did for Detroit when he was here. Kick off, kick his ass, send him packing. Give him a heart on the way out. That's what we did to Manning. Everybody is very, very negative on Matthew Stafford right now. Nah. It's probably because his wife, Kelly, has been pretty talkative on social media, and she's not been nice about it. She was like, you guys broke my heart. Like, I like I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> very, like, broken up X type stuff. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, kind of weird. Um, Continue, though. Uh, yeah, so I think... I think we welcome him home, kick his butt, and send him packing. Like, I have no issue with that. However, Ooh. if he beats us, we're going to have an issue. <laughs> like, we're going to yeah. have a major issue. But let's be real. Of any team in the NFL playoffs right now, nobody wants to play the Rams. Nah. This Rams team is hot. It's good. So I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to say – well, I'm not going to stay with you. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Okay. Detroit. All right. And Green Bay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Green Bay would play Detroit. Detroit over Green Bay, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then f- 49ers over Tampa Bay, obviously. Yeah. And then Detroit over okay. 49ers. Whatever. There's a lot of there's sure. a lot of buys in there. I don't care. I'm happy. Best Super Bowl matchup possibility of all time. Browns Lions. <laughs> yeah, yes. actually hold up. If Browns play Lions in the Super Bowl, I'll have a great day. That would be the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Yeah. Um all in right. my opinion. Hopefully. What? You got a text from some random person? Yeah, some random number texted me about like a time for an interview, but I usually save my sources and contacts, so I don't know who that is. Okay. Either way. You're getting a job. Uh with a random person? No, it's a not a job. I wish it was a job. Oh, an actual a, oh, an interview, yeah, interview for a story. Inter- My bad. Either way, I hope you hung on tight for this chaotic episode, and you're prepared to hang on 
a little bit tighter for a chaotic semester yeah. and the finale and the last dance. That was one of the longest ones we've ever – that was a 70-minute yeah. one so hope just us. Hopefully you made it. We had a lot of time. Hopefully you made it. You but. know, maybe maybe people are wanting more. Yeah, you guys want Whatever. more? Let us know. Sound off in the comments down below if you want more. Um, they will, they're going to get more either way. Yeah, so. I mean, Whatever. We, don't, we don't care. We do what we do. We do what we want. You want to know how we became Ball State Sports Premier Sports Podcast? By doing this. By doing whatever we want. Yeah. But we are going to leave now because it is late and I want to eat lunch. I'm really hungry. I have homework. And you have homework. Yeah. Okay. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Underqualified Knucklehead Spot. Make sure you follow us on socials and listen to us wherever you get your podcast. And you know what? This isn't goodbye. This is let's see you more. And let's continue it on. That's it. All right. (laughs) 